0: The we're going family style deal.
1: Because I want a bite of your Big Mac.
0: And I need some of your quarter Pounder.
1: I'll try your filet of fish.
0: There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The internet can be a goldmine for identity themes. Hey, big score?
2: Six-pack of passports. You? A couple social security numbers. Ah, uh, well, beats real work, right? <laughs> <laughs> it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock
1: by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No
0: one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at LifeLock.com aware. Identity theft protection starts here. back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send us an email, exxon at TV.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. ExoNation, my next guest is a very good friend of mine. Her name is Shoshana Allison, and for about 35 years, Shoshana traveled the U.S. on a spiritual mission, which brought her to New Mexico with Robert Ghostwolf. She became very Internet savvy early in the 1996s, became involved with the anti-aspartame movement, warning people of the dangers of putting chemicals in their bodies, and this effort expanded to warning the public about MSG, fluoride, vaccines, genetically modified foods, and a myriad of other toxic substances. In her travel, she became involved with Native Americans and was trained in ceremony and beliefs by elders of several tribes, which uh, put her in perfect step to understand the che- teachings of Robert Ghostwolf, whose work she is still bringing to the public. Shoshana now lives in the Midwest with her three dogs and a very, very, very busy computer. Joining us now from the Midwest somewhere with her dogs and the busy computer is Shoshana Allison. And Shoshana, great talking to you again, my friend.
2: Thank you, Rob. Thank you for inviting me on this evening. This is a pleasure. It's that time of year, isn't
0: it? It certainly is. And what we're talking about, Exonation, Nation, uh, Robert uh, Ghostwolf, uh, left us uh, how many years ago? F- three years, four uh, years now?
2: No, two thousand five. It'll be five years. My um, God. December twenty-first.
0: Five years. I I remember you called me up, and Laura and I were on our way down to uh, down to Florida, taking our first vacation in years, and we were driving through Washington when you called, and right. and uh, you know what, Robert was and still is to me a very special person, uh, a very spiritual person, a very, a person who is in touch with both sides of realms that we call reality, and uh, he certainly is missed, and uh, how are you doing now?
2: I'm doing pretty well, I stay busy as I, mm-hmm. as I told, as you said a minute ago on my computer, uh, forwarding things, you know, to a massive list of people that... Things that I think they need to know, you know, political nonsense and and uh, and health matters. Uh, Health matters, I think, are the most important right Mm -hmm. now. And certainly, when you get to into your into your, I guess I'm I'm in my golden years now, Andre. (laughs) When you get into your golden years, health matters become even more important than how we take care of our bodies, you know. And Wolf was, of course, uh, extremely conversant with herbs and 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 remedies for all sorts of things, natural remedies. So, you know, I have a lot of his medicine things right here for myself. <clears throat> in the meanwhile, uh, life is good today.
0: Well, that's great to
2: Life hear. is good today. I'm going to start a yoga class tomorrow night for the first oh, time in a long
0: time. Really?
2: Yeah, I used yoga. to do yoga every day for years, and then, then I stopped.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And tomorrow night I get to go to a yoga class. Yay, team.
0: Yay, team. Listen, you and I have to take a commercial break, my dear. Uh you know, I, I don't know if I've said this before to you, but I certainly have mentioned you both on-air and off-air. Uh, you know, the work that you have have done in the past, and I know the work that you're going to do in the future, getting the information out, that has helped so many people. Uh, I don't think people can ever thank you enough for the great work that you do.
2: Thank you. Thank you for noticing, Rob.
0: Well, I notice and I appreciate. And uh, I'll be chatting with you on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Exxon Nation, my very special guest, is Shoshana Allison. And uh, Shoshana and I will be back on the other side in two minutes as the Exxon continues. We're right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
1: Things you'll never do But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Ooh, I've been to Georgia
0: Shoshana Allison is our special guest this hour, Nation. And uh, Shoshana, how did you meet Robert Ghostwolf?
2: Oh, wow. Um, I, I I was working with a Native American elder who was mm-hmm. the most gracious and incredible human being in Cherokee, North Carolina. I was in Atlanta. And he was an Art Bell fan, but he moved in the mountains and couldn't get the show. Mm-hmm. So I would record the, I would make a recording every single night of all, all of the hours. Mm-hmm. And every two weeks I would take tapes to him and he would start at the beginning of the the box and work backwards. Or start at the back of the box and work forward, you, you always did. This particular time, he took the front tape out of the box and and stuck it in his little tape recorder. Following morning he called me, now he never... Native American elders have their women call women. Mm -hmm. They don't call. And the following morning, all of a sudden, I hear Fred's voice on the phone. Sugar, he says. I said, oh, my God, you're calling me. He said, sure am. It's important. He said, I want you to get in touch with this Robert Ghostwolf person that was with on Art Bell and tell him that those ancient sites down in Miami are well known to the elders back in the Everglades. He said, I'm going to give you some code words and some phone numbers so when he calls down there, they'll know that they came from me. And they can help him save that site. Now, this is way back at the Miami Circle times. And uh, he said, get in touch with him and, and you tell him these things. And I wrote down all the things he said to say. So I took a deep breath and I tried to find Robert Ghostwolf and the following day he called me back. And we found out we had a lot to talk about. That was four years before mm-hmm. we wound up uh, wandering off into the sunset together. So we actually met via uh, Native American people and the Miami Circle and Art Bell
0: Do you believe in fate, destiny?
2: Oh, absolutely. I believe that frequencies that are meant to draw together, draw together.
0: <laughs> in, you know... Um I don't remember the first time that I that I met Robert, but I, I do recall within the first couple of minutes talking to him, I, I felt as if I had known him all my life. He had he, a very sincere... You, you could tell he was very sincere, very honest, and, and he believed in what he was saying, and he wanted to help people. That plain and, and that simple.
2: He was an ancient soul, Rob, and... One of, one of Wolf's problems, and one of the reasons I think that he stayed depressed a lot and what have you, was that he couldn't say enough fast enough, mm. he, and, and, and he didn't think people could really hear him. And he saw too much. He knew too much. He, he, saw, he, he said to me so many times, you do not want to be able to see what I see. We were, we wa- were walking through Walmart one day. And there was a woman, a family in front of us in the aisleway. And all of a sudden, he jerked and he jumped and he said, I'm out of here. And I said, what's the matter? He said, never mind, I'll tell you later. And out he went. And I walked out there and he had tears streaming down his face. And I said, what in the world is going on? He said, that mother of those four children in front of us is going to die within six months. And he told me exactly what was wrong with her. But he could see illness in people. He could see things. Like he said, he did not want others to be able to see what he saw, but he wanted others to listen to what he had to say so that they could A, learn how to do what he did, at least in a small way, or take advantage of all of the, the work that he had done and listen to him.
0: How did Robert get started in in the work that he was doing with the Native Americans?
2: I don't, well... I don't really know, except that along the way, he was born in Long Island, and Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I'm not sure where he was born, actually, but he grew up on Long Island, and along the way, he discovered that one of his, one of his grandparents was, was Native American, and I believe his first venture into the Native American world was going north from Long Island up in up into, into New York to find this person. And whether or not he found her or whether or not he found those who knew her, I do not know that part of the story. But it began there. And he was young. I mean, he was young. He was like, uh, I would say in his mid-twenties.
0: Wow. Was it an epiphany for him when he realized that his, that his destination, or, or that his destiny, I should say, was the work that he did, the work that he, he did with you, and, and the many people that he worked with in order to make this a better world?
2: Well, I don't think so much of an epiphany as a passion, a, a calling. A, I mean, he knew what he had to do. He knew what he had to do, mm-hmm. and he spent 18 hours a day doing it. You know, he on, on my little list of things that, I, that, that maybe we were going to talk about, he was a writer, and he thoroughly enjoyed writing and bringing through the prophecies and, and his spiritual teachings. And by bringing them through, I mean by going... I wouldn't dare go upstairs and say, Honey, what do you want for dinner when he was busy working? He would be in another world. He would be; his frequencies were so, so different from the surroundings or from mine mm-hmm. that that uh, I would be reminded many, many times of what I was told in Virginia Beach when I worked with uh, uh, with a, a trans psychic there. Um, Rob, my phone is is blinking at me. I'm going to
0: have to phone. Hold on a minute. All right. So while uh, Shoshana is doing just, that, just sure,
2: a, yeah, yeah, no problem. On.
0: While Shoshana is doing that, once again, Exonation. Shoshana Allison is our I'm, special guest. We're talking I'm, about uh, Robert W. Ghostwolf. And uh, if you'd like to uh, send us an email, exon at dot com. And for more information, uh, here's a couple of websites: robertghostwolf.com and wolflodge.org. dot Show, are you back?
2: I sure am. Ah, there you are. We're praying now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was mm-hmm. reminded many times with Wolf about when 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 the teacher that I worked with and studied with in Virginia Beach would go into trance. We would, we were warned not to touch him because if we were would it would break the connection. It would break the connection he had with the with the outer realms. And in the doing of that, he would pop back into his body, and perhaps pop in so fast it could kill him. Wow! So I would have to remember, and sometimes I didn't, and I the wrath of, the wrath the wrath of God would come down upon my head. But uh, you know, Wolf Wolf was. Uh, uh, it is said that he had PTSD, which is very possible, and that could be from the, the those those comings and goings from those other the other side, in too quick. A manner, you know, popping in and popping mm-hmm. out, and your body, your body takes a real beating when that happens.
0: Just anyway, I, I know that you're very spiritual, and I know that Robert was very spiritual. Um, has there been contact with Robert from the other side?
2: <laughs> um little things happen. Like I could not find mm-hmm. a flashlight, could not find a flashlight, the lights were out, and blah, blah, blah. When the lights came on, there was a flashlight standing up in the middle of my stove. Where did that come from? I didn't do that. Yeah. All kinds of little things like that happen. And there's one other thing that has happened too, that's really an, an anomalous adventure. Uh, <clears throat> I have a. There's a book that that I'm about to publish. That's his last. I thought was his last work. Mm-hmm. He had been working on a, yet another book called Ancient Footsteps, uh, on the Old Spanish Trail. And I had opened the file. I have all of his files in my computer now. Right. I had opened his files and opened up the file to that book so many times, and just bemoaned the fact that there were like. Oh, eight or nine pages there, and they were just notes of things that he wanted to remember. Rob McConnell, about a month ago, I opened up that file just to bemoan one more time. Mm -hmm. There are 256 pages in there, absolutely almost perfect copy images and everything. Now, how did that get there? I don't know. I don't have a clue.
0: And yet, it's there. And
2: yet. And yet it's there. So I'm about to publish a book that that uh, he had. We had to change the name because other people are using the name now. Mm-hmm. We were going to call it, or he was calling it, Twilight of the Gods. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, but now, but we've had to change it, and the name is going to be Echoes from Our Future. Oh, I like that. And it is more and more and more prophecies and how the Bible and. Mm-hmm. And, and the Chirambam and all sorts of various uh, teachings from ancient times all fit in together. Now, the last chapter of that book are the Hopi prophecies that have not yet been released. They're the final Hopi prophecies. And I think the, the, he called them thunders in his previous work. Mm-hmm. And I believe that he had uh, published up to the Eighth Thunder, maybe the Ninth Thunder, but these go up to fourteen, and it's time. So that book will be published hopefully by the end of the year, uh, perhaps not uh, by just a January, by December thirty first, but certainly uh, it'll be off out of off my desk by then.
0: Shoshana, please stand by, my dear. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation. Shoshana Allison is my very special guest. We're talking about Robert Ghostwolf, a great man who. Uh, left us left this plane of reality 5 years ago my god yeah <laughs> shoshana stand by you and i will be back after the news and explanation for more information on robert ghostwolf www.robertghostwolf.com and www.wolflodge.org Shoshana and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. But I
1: ran out of places.
0: Dot And welcome back, everyone. Shoshana Allison is my special guest. And uh, we're talking about Robert Ghostwolf. And if you're uh, a fan of the Exon, you know that Robert was a regular here on the show. Uh, a gentleman that I highly respected. And uh, as you know, not everybody gets into that category on this show. But he certainly <laughs> was there. And uh, Shoshana is, uh, is, is the lady who is responsible... For letting I will I will say this, Shoshana, for letting the world know about dangers of MSG, fluoride vaccines, genetically modified foods. Uh, you know, you've been there for the public, warning people, helping people, and um,
2: don't forget depleted uranium.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, depleted uranium is the uh-huh. biggie. You know, Bob Nichols, uh, Lorraine Morra, uh, Hildebrand. Uh, let me see, Doug Rocky. Right. My heavens, you've been there through uh, it all.
2: Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been out here pumping away for a long, long time.
0: Now, what else? What else did was Robert working on, or what did he work on that? You know,
2: well, one of the, one of the things that very few people know is that our Wolf was a, a, a an uh, accomplished artist, and he worked in oils. Really. Absolutely. I've got a couple of paintings in my living room, and there are there's a whole box of them, a huge box of them, all crated up, <clears throat> ready to send to his daughter that I've never seen. but I have uh, had old friends of his ask me, Lee, well, do you have this painting and do yeah. you have that painting? Evidently, I do, but I've never seen them. I, I'm not I'm about to open that crate. It needs to be sent to California, you know. Anyway, yes, he was an accomplished uh, artist in that way. He also was an accomplished guitarist and had an incredible, incredible country folk singing kind of voice. As a matter of fact, I have a tape of his uh, where he's doing Willie Nelson almost better than Willie Nelson can.
0: Now, I hear Willie Nelson uh, is in trouble with the law again for the funny weed that he likes to smoke.
2: Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's in Texas. Yeah, That's not good news.
0: No, it's not. He's looking at jail time this time. Yeah.
2: And, and he's, what, 78?
0: Well, oh, for goodness sake, leave the guy alone. You know, let him have his fun.
2: You know, yeah, they, they,
0: they don't do anything about the Mexicans that are bringing all the stuff into California, so why should they worry about Willie Nelson, who's done so damn much? Really? You know, he, he's helped a lot of people. Look at Farm aid.
2: Oh yeah, yes, Come yes, on. yes, yes, Give
0: him a break, for goodness' sake! God you know, bless him. Not,
2: not only that, but he's he's been an inspiration to a lot of young people too. Sure has. That uh, you know, in the music field, you know, people who, people who probably otherwise wouldn't have forged ahead unless he patted him on the head and, and said, "You did good today," you know. Yeah.
0: I I also remember from talking with Robert that that he had done many travels to Mexico and South America with Speaking Wind, who uh, was his close friend and colleague.
2: Indeed, he and Speaking Wind traveled together a lot, uh, and that's a sad story, uh, Rob. Um, Wolf made arrangements for Speaking Wind to come on the Art Bell Show. I'm sorry Uh to talk about your...
0: Hey, it's okay, Art. uh, Listen, I've got a lot of respect for Art.
2: Thank you. Anyway, he, uh, he made arrangements, Wolf made arrangements mm-hmm. for, for speaking when to come on the Art Bell show. Yeah. He talked about prophecies. He talked about many things. He has books out there and what have you. And 10 days later, he was hit by some sort of a frequency out in the Pueblos in uh, New Mexico and, was, and fell over dead.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And he was like 52, same age as Wolf. Uh, wolf, I believe, was 58. We're not sure. 56, 58, we're not sure. But, um,
1: hmm.
2: so, you know, this out-of-wolf circle, well, out-of-wolf's close circle, I think there's only one left. And that is, that's pretty scary. We lost Rich Boulin not too long ago. Yeah. Rich is the man who... Uh, uh, wrote the Rico lawsuit, uh, uh, anti-aspartame lawsuit against Nestle's and Coca-Cola and all of those people, and he took that to court, filed it in the federal court, and. Uh, uh, let, me, Rich, let me just Rich, speaking Rich, about. Rich was aspartame. only 42 when he wow. passed away about a, six weeks ago.
0: Speaking about aspartame, how come it's still on the shelves after all the hard work that people like yourself have done trying to get? Try to get it off. You know, like uh, as far as I'm concerned, as soon as you start drinking anything with aspartame, you're committing, uh, you're killing yourself.
2: Uh, Rob, uh, what they've done is the same thing that they're doing now with uh, corn. They're calling it corn syrup mm-hmm. instead of high fructose corn syrup. Uh, they've changed the name. I looked. I got some. My my sister said, you know, I'm so dehydrated with the mm-hmm. heat coming on. I've been drinking Pedialyte. And she said, and I feel a little bit better, but it hydrates really well. well. Pedialyte, as you probably know, is what you give babies when they're sick to keep fluids going down. Yes. So I, I got some, and, and I'm drinking this bottle, and I get this funny taste in my mouth. And I look on the bottle, and son of a gun, it's got it's called Ace-Sulfame rather than Aspartame. That's the name they gave it in Europe. But Ace-K-Sulfame is Aspartame, and so help me God it is in pediolite hmm. do you, babies.
0: do you remember the time we were doing a show and it might have been with it might have been with robert because uh, he also uh, would talk about Aspartame. and somebody called us from a grocery store who worked at a grocery store and they went up and down the aisles during the show and they were telling us all the different types of foods everything from uh, cough medicine to baby vitamins Flintstone vitamins i i, I remember that yeah
2: it's in everything it's yeah. in everything but well, you you asked me why is it still on the market? Yeah. Can you say Monsanto?
0: Monsanto. That's it. I can also say Donald Rumsfeld.
2: Okay, don't don't capitalize it.
0: <laughs> you know because uh,
2: he he has capitalized on uh, on the on the pain of the public. You know, obviously
0: he, sh- uh, he sure has. You know, and and we're still looking at MSG. You know, what that is still doing around, God only knows.
2: Well, and then there's, then there's fluoride in the water. There are cities that are demand. there are people demanding it be mm-hmm. taken out of the water in their cities. And there, are, and there are counties that are passing laws saying it has to be in their water. So what, what's a poor girl to do? You know, I just keep, I just keep sending the information out there. It's up, it's up to the people. It's up to the people, one person at a time. You know, Hillary Clinton said it really well in the title of her book years ago. And the title of her book was It Takes a Village. Mm. It takes a village in the old Native American way. Did you know that in the, in the Native American way, a person is not considered an adult until they're 50? Really? Geez,
0: Absolutely. I, geez, I, I'm just a youngster then. It makes me yep, feel better. You
2: yeah. didn't get there yet. You, you <laughs> have not... You have not quotes, come into your own.
0: Huh, I came into my own years ago, my dear.
2: <laughs> in the Native American way. Oh,
0: I see. I see. Um, Wolf also uh, well, Wolf was also interested in petroglyphs. I, I remember he was doing some work uh, with petroglyphs at the mouth of Hell's Canyon near Clarkston, uh, Washington.
2: There are petroglyphs there that show beings from the stars. There are petroglyphs there that. That show swirling—it looks like swirling discs and what have you. I spoke to, this evening to Sherry Taco, who's a very who was his best lady friend for years and years and years, and I mean friend—I mean they were not in a relationship, mm-hmm. except the best, best of friends. And what she said was that he was most ardent in proving that. They who came from the stars altered our DNA and shared time, and have shared time, information, and their beingness with us throughout history. That's what Sherry said she would say was Wolf, thought, uh, thought, uh, what Wolf thought about his own mission. Hmm. He was ardent in proving that.
0: Did Wolf ever talk about the events of December the twenty-first, uh, twenty-twelve, the end of the Mayan calendar?
2: Oh yeah, he said it was not the, the end of anything. That it was, it was going to be a, a a gradual changeover in energy, as the as the planets and the you know the mm-hmm. the star beings moved into into juxtaposition one to the other, that would allow higher frequencies to come through to us.
0: Why do you think, uh, and maybe, uh, maybe Robert shared this with you, why the star people just don't make their presence known to one and all and, and give this planet the help that we desperately need?
2: Okay, I'm going to say it again. The planets have to be in juxtaposition one to the other to allow the energy to come through in such a way that it doesn't A, overpower us, Remember I talked about when, when, when Wolf would be in that higher state of consciousness? Yes, yeah. Uh, if I would come into the room, he'd jerk back into his body, and it would, you know, he'd be furious, and I would be so embarrassed. That higher energy, most people can't couldn't handle that higher energy. It would burn them up in a, in a minute. Years ago, uh, Rob, I had a kundalini experience that lasted several months as a result of doing yoga for three times a day, and living on sprouts and cigarettes and coffee <laughs> hmm. and a couple of rice cakes now and then. Anyway, I had a kundalini experience and that experience took me to higher realms. But what happened to my body was amazing. I had huge blisters all over my backside. Huge, huge blisters from the heat of the opening of the kundalini in the, 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 the tailbone. Now, that energy is so... And when I tried to begin to eat again and tried to come down from that. It lasted three months. I had to decide whether or not I was going to sit on a pillow the rest of my life and and expound great profundities or whether I was going to pick up a hoe and go back and work in the garden, you know? Yeah. And what I was told to do, I finally did a meditation and said, you know, God, tell me what to do. And I heard these big loud words and they said, go back to Wendy's. So I'm supposed to go eat hamburgers now, right? Eating eating one tiny little bite of food would bring me down into this into this thick body and it was so painful. That higher energy is so painful when, when you know, I, I had to very carefully and very slowly over several weeks reintroduce my higher self into my body. That the energy that you're talking about, why don't they come and just, Mm -hmm. you know, dig us out of this mess? Their energy is so high that it would just burn everything up.
1: Well let me just
2: until we're ready or until the planet has been re energized as in the configurations that are coming about in two thousand twelve, they can't.
0: Oh, okay. But well, what about all the nice. what about all these UFOs that people are seeing? Are they seeing real UFOs, or are these just figments of their imagination?
2: I believe they're absolutely seeing them, and they may be real, and they may be projections from the other side, just to get our attention hmm. to look up. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I do. I, I understand. So this master plan or this alignment does this. Coexist, or does this coincide with uh, any other religious philosophy?
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. If Wolf has got probably 50, 40 pages about all of this in his uh, the book in the Echoes from Our Future, right? Um, the Chilinbaum talks about it. Uh it it's it's talked about in many, many different ways. And I can't even give you the list right now of, of the different places where he was able to pull the information together and say, Hmm, looky here and looky here and this matches this and that matches that. So that's the kind of a of research that he did and that's the kind of presentation that he has made in his in his uh now five, it'll be six books,
0: seven books. Yeah, in fact, when we come back from this commercial break, let's uh, talk about the books and how people can uh, get copies so that they can, they can have a bit of the experience that both you and I shared with our good friend Robert Ghostwolf. Please stand by, Shoshana. Great talking Thank to you, you again, Exonation. Shoshana Allison is my guest, and uh, Shoshana and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon, After all, this is truly a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. My name is Rob McConnell. Whatever you do, don't go away. And if you have to go away, you've got about four minutes to come back.
1: And the way the sunlight plays upon her head I hear the sound of a church Her
0: perfume
1: through the air I'm picking up Her vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up
0: Nation, welcome back. Shoshana Allison is our special guest this hour. We've been talking about our good friend, uh, Robert Ghostwolf, who, who left this realm of reality uh, five years ago. And uh, Robert uh, authored several books. In fact, they're still available at uh, Trafford Publishing. Uh, Robert's booking books include Changing the Tides of Fear, Days of Destiny, Cosmic Prophecies for the 21st Century, Through the Eye of the Shaman, the Nog, Noguel Returns, and uh, Last Cry, Native American Prophecies and Tales of the End Times. And there's also another book. Watch, uh, I'm sorry, what's the last book, I show?
2: Well, the, the last book is not yet published. It will be published. Watch uh, robertghostwolf.com mm-hmm. and wolflodge.org for it. It's going to be entitled Echoes from Our Future. And these are more prophecies from Wolf and, and a comparison of the various various of the ancient texts uh, with what's going on now. And then the last of the Hopi prophecies are in that book, the last thunders. And then the the one following that Mm -hmm. will be ancient footsteps along the Old Spanish Trail. And just as a a, uh, a little explanation about that one, Wolfe discovered that the Old Spanish Trail is really not the Old Spanish Trail. It's an ancient trail that the Spaniards followed and he discovered this because all along this trail there are ancient sites that had nothing to do with the spanish
1: hmm.
2: so and they go all the way from from south america mexico all the way up into canada interesting and uh, particularly we didn't mention the giants in utah we you know he studied those for a long time and then the the um, uh the cave in illinois where it is probable, not possible, but probable, that the remains of Alexander the Great are interned. And Harry Hubbard is still working on, is working on that now. He's gone to the Marion County, Illinois, com- Board of Commissioners and has asked them for help with it, so they know they've got a treasure in their backyard.
0: Is, is anyone else working on the projects that Robert uh, started working on?
2: Well, Harry Hubbard is working on the Illinois caves. Okay. I don't know. There's a gentleman up in uh, Utah... Who was the one that brought him to the giants? I don't know what he's doing, if anything. Uh, we've got forensics on a lot of the things they brought out of the the um, the tombs up there where the giants are buried. Uh, we've got I've got forensic reports and what have you. That Wolf was meticulous with his archaeological work, and when he had something in his hand, he said he would say, "I don't know. We'll find out." And off to the forensics man we would go. No. So I've got reports of things from all kinds of artifacts from uh, Utah, and some from the the Mystery Cave in Southern Illinois. That's www.illinoiscaves.com for anybody interested in that. It's a humongous website, and um, so you know his his books tell a lot of it. They don't tell it all. His website, uh, Stargate Files website, somehow one of our one of our tech people let that website go, but I just discovered today in the archives, and the you know the uh, the archives dot mm-hmm. uh, Internet Archives org. Yes. I I found some Stargate files pages in there that we'll copy out and we'll repost them. I'm so excited. Hey, Shaw, so I hate to the, do this, but we've
0: run out of time for tonight. We'll have you back on in the future. But in case I don't speak to you, from everyone here at the X Zone to you and. You, And everyone at your end of the of the uh, of the telephone, including your three dogs, a very (laughs) merry Christmas and a healthy, happy, wonderful New Year.
2: Thank you, Robin. The very, very best to you and your family. Take care, my dear. We'll
0: be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
2: We love you.